Hi, I'm Quentin D'Souza, and you're listening to Get Real Wealthy. Create wealth, freedom, and security through real estate investing. Make sure to check out GetRealWealthy.com. In this episode, this couple is just getting started in real estate investing. We explore the difference between getting a fixed or variable rate mortgage and why variable rate might be a better option. Have a listen. Usually what I like to do in a call like this is just get an understanding of where you are investing wise and what your goals are. Um, You know, this is an opportunity. Usually what I do is I try to find out uh, where you are and then see if I can help you and put you in the right direction. Um, you know, some people are just starting off. Other people have been doing it for uh, a while. Um, so maybe you can just tell me a little bit of your background and what you've done in real estate to date, and that'll really help me to help you. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> uh, we are um, actually we haven't started. Um, so we have uh, corporate jobs, mm-hmm. and we we bought uh, this property. We are in Burlington. Okay. We- in this house for three years already. Four years. Four years. Okay. And, uh, I've always um, I've been working for in my corporate job here in Canada for eight years already. But so I've always looking been looking like kind of a getting some financial uh, some freedom, right? Some financial freedom. So I have done some e-commerce. I currently do some e-commerce uh, on Amazon, trying to get that financial freedom. Uh, but in my research, I I came up with uh, the real estate investing basically as a good opportunity to to invest and then uh, to look for for financial freedom. And um, yeah, that's where we are now. So basically, I I joined your program. I have started doing uh, some of the courses, okay. uh, which have been great. I started uh, listening. Actually, I started before. Uh, discovering you, I started listening to podcasts. I think I discovered you on the podcast from Mayu and uh, I don't remember his name. But the, I think it's the Rice. Oh, okay, yeah. I think you were there. I think. Yeah, that's right. I was. Uh, I was there uh, probably a few months ago. So um, yeah. And I. I mean, the, all the course. I was a. I was a teacher before, right? For for twenty years and. Um, I uh, have a master's in ed and, you know, I kind of focused on that for a while. And then I was investing in real estate starting in 2004. And then um, by um, I, I really started to focus in 2008. And then 2014, I left my, uh, my teaching job. So I was uh, uh, going down the path of administration and it just wasn't, you know, where I wanted to be. I didn't want to be in that type of position. And um, my real estate allowed me to to not do that. Um, and I, I had two small children at the time. My my boys they're bigger now. They're seventeen and and uh, four, they're both turning. One's turning seventeen. One's turning fourteen in May, right? They're both. Uh, so they were they were smaller then, and uh, it was a big step. But you know it, it worked out well. And the reason why it worked out well is because I had rental properties that were paying me every month. And uh, it allowed me to to do other things, give us um, flexibility. Um, and so the course material that's on that education REI website, like 
um, your first three properties in real estate. That's one of the things that I'm going to encourage you to start with because mm -hmm. it'll give you the fundamentals of choosing an area, like where to invest and, and, and you know, uh, what are the criteria you need to look for in an area? I can, I can tell you where people are investing that, that makes sense, right? Um, but it, it, I have to get a better context of like what you're able to do. Have you talked to like a, a mortgage broker or uh, the bank about financing? Um, have you talked, like, have you looked at um, your finances to see what, uh, what you have available to put aside into investment property? Um, if you've owned your property in Burlington for four years, you probably have some equity that's built up in the property. And what a lot of people who start off investing in real estate do, and, and actually that's how my wife and I started, um, is uh, we used uh, uh, the equity in our property uh, to, to get started. And then we ended up refinancing and then paying it back again and kept kept going and going and, and then started with partners and doing uh, more sophisticated deals. But to start off with, like, um, have you looked at how much equity you have available in your, in your property? And do you have other um, uh, funds that you've put aside for investing? Yeah. Yeah. Then we have this, uh, this product that as you, as you pay the mortgage, you get this line of credit available. So that line of credit right now has like 60, around 60,000. 60, yeah. Um, and that's basically without reassessing the value of the property, basically. I haven't reassessed the value of the property. So that's just basically the, um, the amount available in the line of credit after I have been paying my, my, our mortgage every, every month, basically. What, what's the term of the mortgage? So is the mortgage with TD? Yes, it's really okay. It's a HELOC product, so that's good. I like it is a good product. The challenge is always going to be like the value of the property now versus the mortgage rate and how much you're actually um, available to access. So, what did you? Um, um, what's the current balance of the mortgage? Uh, five thirty-five. And what do you think the value of the property is today? Like, have you have you looked at that? Yeah, I think the value of the property should be around 850, 870. Okay, 850, 870. So then the uh, what you what you want to be able to do is access um, whatever you, like so what happens is they they'll give you up to sixty five percent loan to value um, uh, for your HELOC. Uh, actually, you're not too not too far off, but you should be able to, to, to access a little bit more funds. So one of the things that I would suggest you do, whether you do or not, it's up to you. Uh, like I've got no, one of the, like I'm not a realtor, I'm not a mortgage broker, I've got nothing to sell you. Um, you already have the education and I'm, I, I do a lot bigger projects. Um, so what I'm gonna tell you, it's up to you to do or not. You, like. Um, you have to take the action. You have to be inspired to do it. You have to go and do the work, right? So um, one of the things I would suggest you do is go back and see if they'll allow you to free up more of your home equity line of credit. So to reassess the property in order to access it. 
that'll give you more funds to work from to start with. I'm not sure exactly how much they'll give you because it depends on how they structure the product. You may be able to access a, maybe over 100,000, 100, um, possibly a little bit more depending on what they, they give you. Um, so that's one one thing that you can do to get to get started based on your HELOC side. Do you have any money that you've saved up for the for um, a potential project? Mm, no, yeah. no. Just like I have, you know, um, RSPs basically. My RRSP, TFSA. That's where main. Most that's where are. a lot of people put their money uh, the challenge is that the returns take a long time for you to 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 gain uh and the returns just imagine if you own two of the same property that you had and you bought it you know what like what when you bought it how much did you pay for the property for this one it pays 767 767 yeah Okay, so then it's gone up $100,000 or, or more in the last um, three, four years, right? Yeah, yes. And like, so then I, I would say to you, imagine you had three of those, right? Like that's that's the power of what happens with real estate. You 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 move up quickly because you, you're leveraged, but you get that now you have 300,000 if you have three of those type of houses, right? The thing is, is that the, the numbers have to work. Um, so you, if you're buying a single family home, it's not gonna work because your the mortgage, your property taxes, your insurance, um, it, like the rent that you collect is not gonna be, not gonna pay for that. So oftentimes you'll have to look at different areas that make more sense for you in order to purchase them so that the the rent is higher than the property taxes, insurance, and mortgage payment, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what you really want to, to keep in mind when you're doing this. Um, have you thought about investing in any particular area? Yeah, yes. So um, initially, I um, because because I was considering like having like sixty thousand dollars from the from my current home equity line. The, the one the thing that is available and converting that into 20% or less than 20%. So I realized kind of my the final value of the property should be around 200,000 or 250, something like that. So yeah. that's why yeah. thinking of uh, <laughs> Thunder Bay, sorry, what's the name? Uh, Thunder Bay. Thunder Bay. <laughs> My my caution to you around going into smaller markets is that what happens in like real estate works in cycles, and what happens in the smaller markets is they they'll go up and then they'll go flat for for a while. So just be careful if you're investing in smaller markets. That's my warning. Um, and there's also a, lot, a little bit more challenges when it comes to tenant profile and a lot of things like that. But you can also buy single family homes, which are easier to manage so they can offset each other. But um, uh, if if you are a little bit more creative and you like you need to talk to I can I can connect you with a couple of mortgage brokers that will be able to help you. I'm going to just make a note for myself to connect you with a couple of mortgage brokers and banks. And then it's up to you to figure out whether you want to work with them or not, but they can help you to be a little bit more creative to access um, funds. 
Um, the other thing that I would suggest is have you, have you ever applied for um, a line of credit that's not part of your home, like a just an unsecured line of credit? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I I um, I have I have done it. I I, I think I, I I listened to you and or somebody start applying as much to uh, all the possible credit that you can. Yeah. So I have I think you have one at Scotia Bank. So she has one at Scotia Bank for twenty five or something. Yeah. And I just got one from RBC for twenty for twenty. And um, that's yeah. great. Yeah, but the rates are. I mean, the rate. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, like they can be up like five, six percent. But but you, what you don't, what you want to do with something like those lines of credit is you use it for like renovations or something like that, where you can refinance and then pay back the high lines of credit, and then uh, hopefully pay back some of the lower line of credit to like your HELOC. Um, so, I mean, that, that depends on the type of property or the type of um, like uh, investment that you get into. Like the one thing that I'm gonna suggest you do is you, you also talk to a, a realtor in, um, in the area that you're interested in. Um, like how far, well, I like Burlington, what are the cities within like half an hour of Burlington, like bigger cities? Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's one of the one of the other areas that I have been kind of looking. Uh, Hamilton, Hamilton, well, well, uh, Waterloo. yeah, Waterloo, Waterloo, right in around the uh, Hamilton, like Stony Creek, like Brand. So, the, from the ones that you've been telling me, Hamilton is is a really like really hot market for sure, and you've and the price point again is going up quite a bit. You might have you might see some opportunity in Guelph and Waterloo. So um, let me see if I can reach out to my network and see if I can connect you with a, a realtor out in the Waterloo area um, or in Guelph area, because I think that might be a better like starting point for you, like price point. But again, like I'm, I'm going to tell you, you really need to go back to if you can renegotiate what you have in order to access more from your home equity line of credit. That's going to be the thing that helps you a lot because Okay, so let me tell you I, I, something I haven't told you. So I, uh, I think I contact. I'm in the list of a, of a person. He he, uh, he put a he put a list of uh, investing properties, right? So he put me in that list. So I started receiving, and one day I talked to him, and then he she, he contacted me to a to a mortgage broker, uh, a yeah. lady. So I talked to that lady, and she told me, look, the first thing you want to do is just contact a TD, Scotiabank, whatever, all the banks, right? So I have talked to to TD. I have talked to a Scotia Bank and RBC. I have talked to those three right now. Um, I recently um, renew my contract for right. this for the mortgage. So oh. it's in April, March, April. Oh. So I wasn't sure exactly how to what to do next after this step. Have um, you renewed for five years, or did you renew for like a year? No, actually. Normally I do it short term, but this time I did for three, three for years. For three years? Yeah. How, when did you do it? <laughs> uh, March. I think it was in March. Just like two months ago? Yeah. yeah. You know what? The penalty is actually not bad. Um, what I would suggest you try to do is see if they will flip it to a variable rate mortgage. And then that way, at least you'll, you'll have some flexibility. Um, I, I, 
of course, it's up to you and your comfort level. The problem with ha what ha like you're at the beginning of a three year term, so they may just allow you to flip it to a variable rate. The problem with a three year term is that you're you're stuck. You're you're not going to like the cost to break it after um, too long. It's going to cost you tens of thousands of dollars, and they have no incentive to to offer you access to your um, home equity because they have you locked in for three years. So mm -hmm. they have no motivation. Um, but since you just got it, you may be able to talk to the person who you were working with and get them to switch into a home equity line of credit. Did you, did you refinance anything at all? Like, or did you just renew? Yeah, just yeah. renew. Yeah, you gotta, I, I would go back and see what you can do. Like this is the time to do it now before it goes too much further. Because there, I, I believe that the penalty actually increases the further you are into the term. So since you just switched, you may be able to switch back to a variable rate or um, like a, a variable rate, just stick to a variable rate on this one. Because what happens, I know it may be a little bit more expensive. It's just that you are actually going to be able to access more funds on the from the home equity line of credit when you do the refinance. Right. So that's what you want to be able to do. And I I, I always do variable. I've I've never done fixed. I don't even do it on my principal residence. Okay. I always do variable because it gives me flexibility. And I'm never stuck with one institution. I with a even a five-year variable term, I can break it as long as I pay three months interest. Whereas if you try to break a three-year fixed rate term, it could be thirty thousand dollars, right? Like it can can be quite expensive. So just um, keep that in mind. Okay. But I would go back right away and see if you can um, if if you can uh, go back and renegotiate that mortgage. Okay. 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 Perfect. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, like I, I do want to encourage you to go through your first three properties course. Uh, there's, there's a lot of material in there. Um, and also just like, there's a few sessions on ones on working with a real estate agent. One is on uh, hiring a property manager and the other one is on working with a mortgage professional. They're kind of like foundational, like mini courses that just tell you, how to pick them and who to work, who to work with. Cause there's a lot of people who they sell real estate, but they don't know real estate investing. And a, a lot of agents, they just want to transact on a property, but they may not uh, put you in the right investment. So what I need you to do is educate yourself on what is a good real estate investment and how to work with those three team members and when you do that, it'll make it a lot easier for you um, when you're talking to them about picking the right property. Okay, 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 okay. Sounds good, sounds good. Yeah, you know, just, and the, the other advice I have to you is just start. Like I was like you, I just started. I'm not special, you know, like I, I just did it. You know, uh, I, my wife and I decided that this is the path that we're going to take. And then, so we did it. And, um, you know, over time, it works out really well. Right. You can imagine, you know, right now I'm sitting at uh, just over 34 million in, in real estate assets in Canada and the U.S. And I just started with the same as you, right, We with the uh, principal residence. So anybody can do it. Like we came to Canada 
like in the 70s, uh, 76, 77. And we lived in, like when we started here, we lived in the basement, like in a, a person's house we didn't know, just like, cause we came over as, as new immigrants. And, you know, we had a friend that we knew and we stayed in their basement, you know, basically it was like under the stairs, right? And I was three years old, four years old, five, and then we, we finally got an apartment, right? So we, everybody, could, everybody has an opportunity here to do, you know, whatever you, whatever you have a determination to do. So I would encourage you to like, look at what you have, because you always, you always have more than you think, right? So go back, renegotiate that mortgage, I, I'm, it's great that you've got those lines of credit. Maybe apply for a couple of others just so that you have it in the background. Uh, but th that home equity line of credit, I think, is going to be your key. And then I'm going to I'll refer you to a couple of mortgage people. So hopefully, like, I mean, it's impossible for me to like download all my knowledge to you, but that's what the videos are all for, right? Like you go back, you do it at your own pace, and then you come out to the calls. So we have calls twice a month. At the beginning of the month, it's for beginners. And, and you're welcome to come to the call for the people who have three or more properties. Some of them have 20 or 30 properties. That, but, um, but you're going to be listening there, right? Mm -hmm. Or you can listen to the recording afterwards. But I would encourage you to attend the calls because we get into small groups and we do some networking. And it will be good for you to talk to other people, okay? But definitely make the beginner calls. Any other questions? Anything that I can help you out with? I, I'm really, I'm really happy that you're both here and and doing it together because it makes it a lot easier when you're on the same page. It's it's really hard when it's just one person and not the other. So I'm really happy that you're both together, and investing in real estate can really, um, it can really change your lives, right? And I really want to encourage you to to continue down this path. It's it's well worth it. It's not, it's not quick. It's not like, you know, one week or two weeks where you make a ton of money, but like it can be life changing because of it can create a, a stream of income from you each month. And then you get big chunks of net worth uh, increases because of the properties that you own. Right. And that can go up, you know, in four or five years. It's amazing what happens. Right. So you can imagine what happens in 10 years. Right. So and that can be like for us, like what we ended up doing is I uh, have one, um, two properties for each of my sons for for their uh, university. Right. So that's what we wanted to do. So that's, you know, that was one of the ways that it, it, it involved the, the whole family to kind of talk about it and do it. And it was really a, a good way of uh, for us to to be able to have something aside for for the for the boys when they're we're going when they're going to to uh, school. So, anyways, uh, it was nice meeting you. Do you have any other questions? Um, maybe I just have a question. Um, is it worth at this point to start visiting properties, like just to have like some sense of? Because honestly, when I see a property, it's very hard to me to kind of visualize, okay, how are we gonna do this in terms of like a one suite, two suites, these type of things. It's hard to visualize this type of thing. But I feel bad if I call the realtor, for example, like on a weekend, right? Like Saturday, Sunday, and I honest, like being honest with me, I 
kind of I'm just going kind of to see it, right? To kind of visualize. I feel bad, like uh, making making the other person losing their time. What I'm going to encourage you to do is a lot of realtors right now are doing virtual tours, and instead of and they'll do like multiple properties on the same day. So I'll okay. I'll connect you to one realtor that I or two realtors that I know that are doing these virtual tours, then all you have to do is make sure that you're on the call at that time. And then you can ask questions and go through it. And, you know, it, it's uh, because of all the COVID stuff that happens, it's perfect. Right. And you're, you don't feel like you're, and I agree, you don't want to waste anybody's time. But the other thing too, is like, you just tell them, like tell them that you're working on it. You've got these things to do and you're working towards it. And, you know, we just like we're interested in learning. Right. So you can just tell them that as well, um, because, you know, what they what they feel that they're doing is that they're helping you. Be, and then later on, when you're ready to buy, then you come back to them. Right. So um, like the real estate, real estate is not about houses. It's about relationships. Right. And if you, you know, you create a good relationship with other people, then they're willing to help you. And, you know, it, what goes around comes around. That's the way it is. But if you have a, you know, if you're not honest with people and you're, you know, you're just wasting their time, then they're, they're not going to want to deal with you. So if you're honest with them, say, look, uh, you know, I'm working on this. This is what we're doing. If you can, you know, if you're doing a tour or if you're showing some properties and you're going through like uh, duplex conversions or anything like that, I'd love to be able to attend. And those um, virtual tours, that's what they're usually doing. So that's, I think that's like perfect for both of you. Okay. 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 Yeah. No. Great. Great. Awesome. All right. Well, it was, ni it was nice meeting you both. And uh, um, uh, just, uh, you know, just keep on it. And if you have any questions, make sure you hop onto those calls. I hope to see you at the next, uh, the next meeting and at the, particularly at the beginner call. Okay. 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 All right. Perfect. All right. Great. Have a good one, everyone. Thanks for listening to my conversation with our member. I hope you got some valuable information out of it. If you would like to create wealth, freedom, and security through real estate investing, make sure to check out GetRealWealthy.com. Until next time, I'm Quinton D'Souza. Get out there and take action. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for information purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to GetRealWealthy.com.